There are two kinds of strangers in the world. The ones we don't know and the ones we do. The first type of stranger is obvious. We don't know them because we've never met them before. But the second kind of stranger is different. Those are the ones we have known but who change or do things that make them strange to us once more. I want to focus on this second kind of stranger, the person we know or think we know but don't identify correctly. I want to focus on this type of stranger because if John's gospel is right, that's the kind of stranger that Jesus is. Who would imagine that in a vulnerable little baby is light from light, true God from true God? And yet John says we should have known. As John writes, he was in the world and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own and his own people did not accept him. Of course, it wasn't only in the stable that people might have trouble recognizing Jesus for who He was. The Gospels are full of stories of people who thought they knew Jesus, who tried to put Him in a box only to find that He had changed, He had grown. He was more than they thought. Early in Mark's Gospel, for example, His own family tried to restrain Him because people were saying He had gone mad. Sometime later, when Jesus returned to his hometown of Nazareth and spoke in the synagogue, the townspeople refused to accept him. He had become a stranger to them. They said, where did this man get all this? What is this wisdom that's been given to him? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary and brother of James and Judas and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? We know this man, the people seem to say. He's not a prophet. He's a child of Mary and Joseph, a poor carpenter. He belongs in that box and therefore cannot be this new, strange thing. If John's words are true, if the world should have known this Jesus, the Word made flesh, then we can see that Christmas faith gets tested all throughout Jesus' life. Of course, it's tested in our ability to see God's vulnerable love in Jesus the baby. But it's also tested by the Jesus who angered his family's friends, by Jesus the madman, and especially by Jesus the crucified one. Jesus, the Jesus we think we know, is always new to us always a stranger, always breaking our capacity for recognition. He is the one we think we know who proves to be the stranger again and again. That kind of stranger is really the stranger we must face every day. That kind of stranger comes to us in many forms, many of them quite close and familial. Now what parent, I kid you not, hasn't looked at their 12-year-old daughter and wondered what stranger now resides under our own roof. Y'all know that scene in The Exorcist where the girl sits on her bed and spews out all that demonic filth? That is more than Hollywood metaphor. 
That scene happens every day in every home when parents back away from their children in fear, shut the bedroom door, cross themselves and wonder, who's in that room? Where have they taken my child? I just know that in new ways, I as a parent had to welcome my child as a stranger and make room for the new person she was becoming. While we're on the subject of children and demon possession, I remember when Wilson's voice changed. (laughs) He started talking in this really low voice. And I thought it was just an affectation, you know, that he was purposefully talking down at the very bottom of his vocal range just because he could now. But it turns out he was talking in his new normal voice. I set him down beside me at the piano a few years ago, and he can sing notes two octaves below what I can reach. So there he was, sitting on the piano bench with me, this skinny little boy, barely 90 pounds, and with a voice like James Earl Jones. (laughs) Where did he come from? Once again, in new ways, I had to welcome my child as a stranger and make room for the new person that he was becoming. The same thing can be said of many of our relationships. It's true of our parents as they age. Parents we once knew as strong and independent become weak and needy. People we once knew as knowledgeable and sharp, kind and nurturing may, because of dementia and pain, become bitter and hostile confused and belligerent. Spouses and friends we love may become very different people over time. In all of these situations, the people we know and love become new people, and we must find ways to welcome them in their newness, to love them in all the mystery of who they are, to create space in our hearts for them and for the image of God that they bear in new ways. And when we do that, and this is the crucial thing, we are doing for them what we learn to do now during Christmas season for the Christ child. We welcome them. We give ourselves over to the mystery of the divine in each person as we do in Christ this child. We don't try to master or control them. We don't try to figure them out just as we don't presume to comprehend the mystery of the incarnation. But rather, as we kneel at the manger, we learn how to bear witness to the profound gift of life we find in Him and in every stranger we encounter in our world no matter how well we may already know them. For in welcoming the Christ child, we learn little by little how to glimpse the face of God in all our neighbors. Amen.